Welcome to the Mum Break Podcast, a place where you can feel normal, get helpful information, and laugh your ass off. Hopefully without peeing your pants. I'm your host, Erica, and I have two kiddos. I am not a mom expert, but I do have a zillion hours of therapy under my belt and no filter. I'm on my own journey to find happiness, and I want to help you on the way to yours. I am in a weird place today and I, you know what, I'm talking with people on Instagram, we're kind of just feeling it out, seeing how everyone's feeling, sticking together, the solidarity and support is amazing, but I'm starting to feel like this is a little bit heavy. I know that, I know that this is big and I know that this is huge And I've been in this perpetual mode of, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine, just keep swimming, we're good, we got this, let's think of the next activity, let's make the next plan, just smile, you're lucky, you're fortunate, things are good, everyone's healthy, just keep going. But in the back, it feels like it's this cloud of, I don't know, anxiety, maybe is the best word. One of the things that I'm feeling really heavily right now is all of the financial implications on other people that this has. And I I feel like this is weighing, this itself is weighing on me really heavily. I'm, I'm concerned about the health implications. However, I feel like at this point in time, the financial implications are just so staggeringly big. People are losing their businesses. They're losing their jobs. They're not able to pay rent. And it's, just keep swimming, just keep swimming, it's fine, it's fine. And I I feel like this is just weighing on me really heavily. And in the position that I'm in, where I have access to a whole lot of people who listen to what I say, I want to be able to help in whatever way I can without overloading people with charity. I... There's a better, more tactful way of putting that, but that's just so you understand. That's that's all I have in me right now. And I'm feeling really anxious about that. I want to help and I'm struggling to find the balance between keeping my shit together and keeping my family happy and healthy and fed and safe and making sure that our finances are square. And actually, my husband and I just had to talk about it yesterday He's like, you do realize we've lost a ton of our retirement savings because just anyways. And we're like, you know, I can't even process that right now because at least we're in the position where we have enough to pay for the things that we need right now. And it's terrifying to me and it makes me, oh, I just, anyways, I'm sorry. This is not the positive cheery. I promise I'll do something funny later or fun. I don't know. This is just where I'm at at this moment of time. I feel like I am just doing my best to help in whatever way that I can. I'm trying to keep on this even-keeled, rational face for my kids so that they can just keep going about their day. I'm trying to also simultaneously work full-time and then somehow tackle my own mental health because I know that I can feel it slipping right now. And I know that 
for me, getting out, going for a walk, moving, talking to people, that was how I kept myself out of like pseudo depression. And now that I'm not able to do that, I'm I'm trying to force myself to find other ways and tactics and skills that I've learned in therapy. And it's just getting hard. It's, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know if anyone else is feeling the same. The flip side of that is then I am so incredibly grateful for everything that I feel guilty for even having these emotions but I think that this is a normal part well I don't even know a normal part of the process this is nothing about this is normal right nothing about what anybody regardless of your situation is going through is normal and we're all just trying to navigate it and figure it out and I'm trying to give myself some grace to feel the feels but I just gotta keep swimming gotta keep going (laughs) Keep on going. What does Dory say? Keep on swimming, whatever. Anyways, I'm just too lazy. I'm just, I don't have, I feel like my proverbial virtual cup of energy and patience and caring and trying to do the right thing is like at hugely, hugely at capacity. And that's where I'm at right now. So it's at capacity with trying to help other people and I'm trying to implement all these things that will help people it's that capacity with trying to figure out how to keep my kids happy and healthy and safe and not beating each other up because fun fact we learned in the last few days is that they do not get along at all (laughs) they never spent this much time with each other except for when I was just you can hear them screaming right now um when I was with them on mat leave but the baby was like a legit baby and didn't really physically couldn't fight back but now that he can they do not super muchly get along. So that's also fun. But just regular, at least that is normal. There's that. So I feel I feel comforted by the normal things. So I'm trying to fill up my day with normal things. I've scheduled out my week because scheduling things makes me feel happy. But I'm realizing that everything that I've scheduled so far for the last three days, almost none of it has actually happened. And that stresses me out. But I'm scheduling... And trying to prioritize things like doing some sort of at-home exercise every day and then going out for a car ride every day. I haven't done any of that yet, but I know. I mean, you know what? After, after this, I'm going to go and just drive around. I just need to, literally, like from my office, I've been staring at the same four houses for the last five days. And they're beautiful houses. They're kind humans, but I'm just, I'm sick of them. No, it's, and it's so early. Anyways, this is a whole big woe is me people have real problems these aren't real problems I very much acknowledge that then I'm now I'm flipping back into the so privileged stop Erica just stop but I did promise I would be candid with you guys I'm suspecting a lot of you are feeling very similarly so know that you're not alone I'm going to take a moment to refresh figure out you know what I'm gonna do I'm gonna make list of things and maybe I'll put it on the blog too What I find often helps when I get into moods like this is I make a list of things that will snap me out of them and I know that will. The problem is, is that my list before that I would usually pull from, I can't do any of those things now. So it's almost time to restart the list. So it's just literally sitting down on with a pen and paper on a blank sheet of paper and I write down all the things that I know will make me happy and I just force myself to do them. So for instance, before it was things like go for a walk so I would force myself to go for a walk or do some sort of exercise which I guess walk but I'm thinking like going to the gym whatever um 
So I'm going to make that list. I think that's what I'll do because I need to make sure that this, this could be a slippery slope and I need to tackle this head on. Okay. I'm going to take a pause, come back with something a little bit more positive. While this was a very real chat, it's, I realized maybe not the most uplifting, maybe not what you need to hear, maybe exactly what you need to hear. I, I don't know. It's just exactly what I'm feeling at this moment of time. I'm feeling like things are very heavy and that there's this cloud, mostly because I'm worried about, I'm so deeply concerned about all the people in my life that I love and care about who are losing their businesses, who are losing their jobs, who I have friends and family who are older or sick or who have health problems. It's just, it's weighing heavy. And I need to figure out a way to make this a marathon and not a sprint because we don't know how long this will last. Maybe in two weeks we'll all look back and, you know, hug each other in real life and say, we did it as we run there the streets. We need a big party when this is done. That's what we need. Ooh, but how can you plan a party and not know the date? Hmm. Okay. Let me think on that. Anyways, I will talk to you again soon. It is 3 p.m. on day six, which is, hold on, I have to check my watch because I have no idea what day of the week it is, Thursday, March 19th, and I'm feeling a little bit better after my sad woe is me fest earlier. (laughs) I just had like four or five hours straight of pure video conference call meetings for my day job. And now one of my calls ended 20 minutes early, so I'm just sitting on my couch in my living room so I could get out of my office. (sighs) Wishing I had a better chair. (laughs) Maybe I'll have to buy one. Ooh, I wonder if I can get one from the office. I have to see about that. I don't think I can. Anywho, I am taking a break from my office and having like the equivalent of my coffee break at work, but on my couch looking out at my front yard. I'm going to be interviewing Jenna today. Today is the day I talk to her. She is, actually, I'll probably just interview introduce her now because I'll add her splicer into, right after this. But basically, Jenna and I have known each other since like grade six. We are well out of high school now. Let's just put it that way. We're in our early 30s. And I've been friends ever since, and she also owns a fitness studio in, I'm going to say downtown Ottawa. If you're in Ottawa, I'll say Hintonburg, so you know that is, but it's basically downtown Ottawa. And she's a small business owner, so I wanted to ask her because I know that she's level-headed and kind and compassionate and at a unique stage in her business, and I want to get her perspective on things because the problem I'm seeing is that any, if it's a brick and mortar, any business that's relatively new is essentially shut down and screwed. She is sort of past that threshold, thankfully. So she's had to make some really difficult decisions and had some hard times, but not in the same way as some of the newer businesses. So I'm going to get her to come on here and just chat about this from that perspective. But um, the kids are playing in the basement with my husband right now, and I'm feeling just like dizzy and fuzzy. And like, I just want to video talk to everybody. I have to figure this out. But I did paint my nails today on one of my many, many video calls. So I feel semi-human again. And I'm going to have to schedule in a shower and actually do my hair. Because my head's getting a little crunchy from all the messy buns. Okay, the next time you hear from me, I'll be talking to Jenna. Happy 
day six. Woo! Okay, I don't understand. So you got your Uber Eats in 10 minutes. Yeah. That's insane. I know. They're not far from here, but um, usually it's like 20 minutes is like a fast delivery. 10 minutes, like my mind is blown. But if the chefs and the servers aren't there and they're just preparing food and they usually prepare it really quick for restaurants, right? Like you don't usually wait more than like 10, 20 minutes for food in a restaurant. So they, they get the call, the Uber Eats driver just drives right there, picks it up, it's ready. It's like super fast, it's awesome. And oh, it's like, that's sad like though, because they, so so, they must be so slow then. Yeah, really slow. Well, without patrons in, yeah. in the space, right? It's all, it's all this and they're brand new to Uber Eats. So I think this is a way of them staying afloat. Yeah, good call. Thank God for Uber Eats. I haven't had to take advantage of any sort of delivery service yet because we have a ton and it's just not worth it right now. We're not there yet. Yeah, I mean, like, I could prepare my own meals. I just don't. And I You have work- a lot going on, though. Yeah, and I work in an area that has so many good restaurants that are on Uber Eats or, like, Skip the Dishes. And I'd like to support them and just um, – and then eat a variety and it's convenience, too, right? Are you at the studio right now? I am. Oh, yeah. how does it feel getting out of Barhaven? <laughs> um, it's good. Yeah, it's good. It's nice. It's, and you know what? Like, sometimes I have to be forced to get out because I have to teach like a class remotely or I have to like meet something or like I have a service being dropped off. So I have to be here still. Like things are still running here. Like I can't completely just shut down. So mm-hmm. um, it is good. And then when my son comes here, he like, plays and uh there's like more space and you can run around and like throw things and like hit things and it's okay like allowed yeah it's much better than home right to him yeah, actually exactly. go lift heavy things and sprint around and be loud yeah and and yeah he gets a little like cabin fever at home where versus here you can like go on multiple levels and there's like equipment and blocks and we were having a lightsaber battle with people <laughs> And then we just ran around Hintenberg and he was dressed up as Darth Vader. <laughs> and it was good. Like it's like you get out and then we can like walk to a coffee shop, the, the one that's open that has coffees. And uh, yeah, it's not bad. It is nice. It's nice leaving though, but you're in quarantine though. So like completely. Yeah. Well, right? and here's the thing is there's very little information about what quarantine actually means. Right. Yeah. Like, Okay. I know that's a stupid thing to say and it's embarrassing to me out loud, but it's like, obviously quarantine means you're stuck in your house, but does that mean like, so, okay, no walks, no runs, no any, like literally not like backyard. Like what is it within the realm? Like I went for a drive yesterday and is it okay to walk from my house to the car? Like I'm obviously being crazy. I think at this point, but yeah. there's no regulations. There's a lot of regulation around what social distancing means, but there's no yeah. regulations around the specifics of quarantine and then when it ends because I'm looking back okay Jordan and I were talking yesterday and we realized that since September we haven't gone more than two weeks without at least somebody in our house getting a fever that's wild that's insane that sucks right so what like what do I do (laughs) I don't know (laughs) yeah I don't know man like I agree with you I think fresh air and solitude outside is okay because the chance of transmission of disease in an outdoor environment, if you're away from like have that six foot distance from people is, is relatively low. There's still a chance. There's still a risk. If you touch surfaces outside, there's still a chance of transmission, especially while the um, air is cool. But um, 
I think if you really want, like, I think there's, I think quarantine, yeah, you're right. It's not really specific and it needs more guidance and more, but everything needs more right now. Everybody's just sort of acting on based on principle or like monkey see monkey do like this person's doing this or this business is doing this. So we're going to also do this because we don't really know. So we'd rather, you know, be the, be good guys and support what we think is right. Then I don't know. Well, some people though, because so you guys actually, okay. So before we get into this, maybe just tell people who you are and why you're here. <laughs> My name's Jenna. I'm eating a halloumi and avocado salad right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> no, my, name, my name's Jenna. Uh, I own our North studio in Hindenburg. If you are in Ottawa, um, we are a boutique fitness studio that offers multidisciplinary services, meaning that we don't offer just one modality um, meaning that we offer multiple, so strength, yoga, mo- uh, mobility, cycling, uh, run clubs, triathlon clubs, powerlifting clubs, nutrition, massage, acupuncture, sort of your one-stop shop for anything you need for your uh, brain, body, and uh, tummy. So that's who we are. Um, we're not a big space. We're, um, we host uh, about 1,800 square feet on each floor. Um, but we have been around for about five years now. It's and, five years. Uh, it has been five years. Yeah. Thank I always you. know because I, my business was born the same year as my son. So that's my way of being. Uh, able- that's actually really easy to remember. Okay. That's helpful. Birthday in the same year, which is a terrible idea. No one do that. Yeah. But you didn't do it on purpose. No, 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 no. I, well, I wouldn't, I didn't prevent <laughs> it, but I didn't, I didn't do it on purpose. <laughs> um, I wouldn't recommend that or that pattern or that strategy but in the end we made it work and it's fine but five years later and you've built it up to enough to survive corona yeah exactly and you know what and I I think I was mentioning this to you yesterday um is that you know a year ago if this would have happened a year ago like I don't know if we would have been able to survive it let alone four years ago if we had just opened which I know there's a lot of local businesses around here that are new or about to open or just opening and they've got expenses that are you know, they're allocated. Um, I don't know how they're going to do it. Like, oh, we they're have not, a, that's the scary thing. We have a pot to pull from. Um, and for the first time really this year is we have that pot to pull from, you know, we knew it would take about five years to have that, um, available to us. And, uh, but I couldn't, I, I couldn't imagine not having that. And I know there's a lot of spaces and people and individuals or, um, you know, sole proprietors and corporations that aren't going to be able to fulfill that, you know? So that's who I am. And that's <laughs> into this conversation. <laughs> and that's why I wanted you to come because I know that you'll tell me the truth and I know I that you have experience in this, but you're also, so you're still affected by this greatly. However, you're not in the immediate future worried for your business. Like you're worried for it, but you're not in the immediate future worried about losing it right now as we speak whereas i think a lot of people are in that position where they're terrified that and it's very likely that they will lose it because even the funding that's coming through they're either not applicable for it or it's not going to come fast enough for whatever so i have a lot of thoughts about this and please cut me off if i'm rambling because okay go rant go 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 i've been come i've been having a lot of conversations with people and i'm really blessed that a lot of our our members and clientele and and family and friends have been reaching out being like how are you doing are things okay will the gym be okay will you be okay and my answer is relatively vague because it is on such a day-by-day basis because 
the projection of two, three weeks from now is so unknown. Like we, we know that this thing is going to get worse before it gets better. So we're, we're still on the incline of cases that we expect um, our nation to experience before that, you know, that curve starts to decline. So once that curve starts to decline, we can start making, you know, our provisions for the future. But um, I'm in a, like you said, I'm in a situation right now where I know we can pay our, our team members for the remaining month. I know that I can collect a salary and my manager can still collect a salary for the remaining month. I know that I can pay my rent for next month and the majority of our bills based on our, you know, our pot of savings that, I mean, it's not massive, but it's enough to float us for a while. Um, but that being said, if say this continued for six, eight weeks, 12 weeks, 18 weeks, and the same restrictions were put into place and my team couldn't work and my bills, step, my bills kept incurring and there was no leniency with my rent or my landlord or anything, then, then I'm worried because my pot becomes depleted. Um, I no longer draw a salary, which would, the type of person I am, I would forfeit that first. Um, and not every business owner would, um, which is totally an individual decision. And that's just based on how people run their businesses. I don't, I'm not saying it's a good thing or a bad thing. It's just what I would do. Very and diplomatic then, answer, Jenna. I like it. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying it's the best choice. And I'm not saying that it would be an easy choice to make either way. But my gut would be that I would forfeit that first. Um, and then, you know, try and support the business for as long as possible, try and claim EI as an individual and go in, in that route and rely on the government support as an individual rather than just continuing to draw from my business. I'm not at that, that point yet, and I won't be at that point for a number of weeks, but, you know, come the April 5th time when, you know, most businesses have currently announced their closure until from, you know, March, I think it was 16th to April 5th is the sort of anticipated timeline. Um, I do believe it will likely extend beyond that. And that's where we need to reevaluate and look at, all right, what are our upcoming expenses? What are our fixed expenses? What are our variables? How can we reduce those variables? And the hard part is some of those variables are staff and timing and classes and resources and subscriptions and, you know, new equipment that we were, you know, this pot of savings was supposed to be allocated towards, you know, an assault bike for us or, um, what's an, sorry, I have to ask, what's an assault bike? As <laughs> bad as it sounds. Um, it's really popular in CrossFit, uh, boxes, but it's like, um, it's a stationary bike that's relatively upright, that's propelled with your own effort. So it looks like a big turbine, not turbine fan, and all the engineers are cringing at that, but, um, it looks like a big fan and you hold either handlebar and you pump it back and forth, but there's resistance oh. to it. So the harder you pump, and the harder you pedal, the harder it feels. It's like a total body, just weird. Okay, I'm going to Google a picture and I'll put it in the I yeah. can't even, I'll, I'll put it in so you guys can get it. Because that sounds they're, terrible. They're <laughs> real expensive. And, uh, and we're, you know, we're a small space and we don't have a lot of space to store these pieces of equipment. And we sort of like earn these big pieces as we go. So, you know, we were, I was excited about, you know, including some of these things coming in. But those are things that we would no longer have mm -hmm. the of bringing into our space and we'd have to like really reduce and that to me is the hardest part of having to look at our team and look at our schedule and not that I would want to you know nix any team members because they all have value and they're all you know well loved and we all get along really well we're really lucky but you know we'd have reducing their class schedule or um reducing administrative administrative hours and things like that or non-essential services that we need to pull back on 
Um, so that's where it starts to get a little more real for us um, when that, you know, that savings really gets down and depleted. Um, the other thing for us is we're a membership-based service. Um, so we have ongoing subscriptions, um, which is really cool. So if you're a brick and mortar shop and you're selling furniture, for example, and you're not having clients, you're reliant on those one-time sales. You're not having people that come in and buy tables every month. That's not a thing. Um, however, you can translate your business to an online capacity and do like shipping or free pickup. So there's an opportunity for generating sales by moving your business online. For us, we're an in-person thing. We don't do like online classes for a subscription fee, which, you know, all the people doing that are like laughing right now, but it's a bit, it's a bit cringy to me at this point to start doing that just to make some money because we're okay right now. But, um, we still have subscriptions coming out. So we know the value of those subscriptions for even the next month, but that value alone doesn't cover all of our bills or generate a profit. We need to, you know, sell personal training, renew those individual things, have people on class cards, take classes, run out of classes, buy more classes. We need to run workshops. We like we, we base our monthly income and our annual income, um, you know, 50, 60% on membership fees and then the rest on all the supplemental stuff that we set goals on and we work towards and we market and we try and, you know, create these programs or these uh, sales or opportunities. But in a period where we're closed and everybody's literally everybody in the world is stressed out about their finances or about the economy and all the things, it's hard to want to sell your product or your service. Um, does that make sense? No, it does. And it's so funny. I, so I'm the same way, right? Like, well, except, well, no, not even at all, but I'm the same from the perspective of, I feel cringy selling people things right now. But yeah. But it's, it's funny as I'm literally creating a landing page to sell something, but it's for like a donation to help a business. So it's different. I'm okay with that. Right. But I'm, I just have no desire to do it. I, I just feel like my head isn't in it. I, I, I don't know. I, I almost feel just so blah about the yeah. whole thing. And it's different because I'm not driven in the same way as you. Like I don't have brick and mortar. It's, I don't have a team I'm responsible, feel responsible right. for, totally. but people who are pitching me and trying to sell me on things right now, I'm like, fuck off. Leave me alone. Absolutely. Stop trying to pitch me on your random brand, like your random, whatever. <laughs> Stop right. selling me. Someone tried to sell me oils the other day. I'm like, dude, yeah. no. And that, I had this conversation too, where there, there was a one, one company we were working with, with a bit of a marketing strategy that we ended up um, dissolving after we realized it just was too expensive for the value that we were receiving. But um, they, one of the guys we were working with um, pitched sort of his, a free webinar for gym owners about how to, you know, grow your EFT or electronic funds how to grow your clientele, you know, pre-sign up people for when you reopen and do all these things. And he said, it's for free. I'm not charging you for it. Um, I just want to help grow the industry. And even then I was like, oh, it's nice. It's free. And if you do join it, you know, like no strings attached. It's, it's a free thing that you're choosing to participate in. But I still looked at it and my initial response was like, oh, yes. like I, I just, and, and I've, and I'm conflicted because it's still that doggy dog world when it comes to marketing and when it comes to you know making smart choices and profiting and you know who wins or loses during these things but in the end it's the whole world losing right right now and to find those small wins to me we have to 
we need to do it as like a humanity thing and we need to set aside our business motives and set aside our personal uh, intrinsic motives and work on the things, really focus our energy on like humanity and making sure people feel supported and the people that are really at risk. So, you know, those small business owners that are about to open or who just opened or, you know, the, you know, the shift worker at some store that can't work anymore and supporting five or six families. Like those are the people that are really hurting. Like, I don't know. I, 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 I see value in working on your business and getting things, but getting things set up. But I also, you know, work, work on your contingency plan, but don't over, don't take it a day by, take it step by step. I think it's too soon. Like, it's like if you were making like a, like a COVID-19 joke right now. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like too soon, we're literally in it. You know what I mean? Like all the things aside, but like something about, you know, deaths or Italy, you know, like give it, give it a minute, <laughs> give it a minute, please. Um, so it feels too soon for some of that stuff and insensitive, but maybe I, it's just my perspective as the type of business owner that I am. But again, I'm not saying that's right or the best strategy. And I'm aware that my perspective on business has definitely not as pro it does isn't as profitable as, as another perspective but i've consciously made that choice to focus my energy on a different approach so yeah i and i mean that was my tangent on your question so no yes, i don't even remember what i asked but it's, yes, it's we're not important though yeah yes we're not immediately at risk oh, yeah. <laughs> of a savings yes we will be at risk if that savings gets depleted and this continues on and you know half of our membership suspends or cancels our membership. Um, yes, it will affect us if our teachers, you know, seek employment elsewhere and can't, you know, come back to work here because they need to make their own contingency plans on how they're going to pay their own bills. Um, will we be affected by government support? Maybe. Um, it's too soon with information that's been delivered. There's been proposed action plans, but nothing's out there yet. There's CRA information, but they're just starting to draw out those protocols. So we don't know if we're eligible. I don't know if my team members are eligible as majority contractors. Um, how soon those funds will be delivered, I don't know. How much they will cover, I don't know. Um, I think the government, we're blessed to have a government that's proactive and is doing as much hard work as possible. I can't imagine being you know, in Trudeau's office or anybody in the CRA or in employment law and just working through all this. Um, there, we, we're really blessed to have that. Will it cover everyone's asses no no there's no, no way and yeah and i tried to i had a dm about this recently on instagram about someone who said they weren't worried about small businesses <laughs> and uh that great awesome don't F worry <laughs> yeah but um my response was like i i am i am still worried because the unknowns are still very much prevalent like we're in day four of the state of emergency so or day three even and it's not, we're so, it's so new still in this virus is still rising. It's still getting worse before it's going to be better. So to, to not work to, I don't want people to worry too much, but take it, you know, day by day, do, do what you can with the information that you have and what you're prepared to do in that day. And then, you know, work on parts of your business that you can devote the time to like, I was working on my website or like working on my policies and privacy policy, terms and conditions, my friggin' staff bios, um, you know, I'm going to paint a wall, these things that I was always craving time for. So 
um, because we're all sitting ducks right now and we're all waiting. And uh, yeah, rant, rant over, the end. <laughs> Can you believe it's only been six days? Yeah, well, for me, it feels like four because we close as of Monday. Okay, but you, so, but you would have been sitting and just like obsessively, compulsively watching the news, figuring out what the hell is right. going on. So I started drinking a week ago. <laughs> My mom, said, my mom called me this morning. She's like, yeah. Erica, I think you need to be a little bit more cautious of your alcohol intake. <laughs> no. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's been four days of like business shutdown, but I, it has been a week of um, the reality setting in. So last Thursday, you're right. This time, about this time last Thursday after my manager and I met and she sat me down and really drilled in the reality of that our business might need to close. And I hadn't really thought about that before. And, uh, and then realized like, oh man, like we're probably going to. But it came quick. Like, I don't think anyone really truly realized like it, it literally no. came out of nowhere. All well, of a sudden the schools were shut down and we're like, okay, cool. Like what now? Yeah. And I was, you know, I was training my clients on Wednesday, doing our regular runs, doing our classes. And everyone's like, are you closing? And I'm like, probably. Um, but I don't know when or what, but it came very quickly. And then how it manifested for us was really supportive in our community. And we, had, we have a great team that, you know, we communicated very quickly and had the time. And I was fortunate I had the time to set aside to like put out those newsletters and those, you know, points of communication with everybody. And we were on it really, really diligently. Yeah, they were great. Thanks. Yeah. I joke, like, I sent them out after like a good, nice sizable glass of wine each. <laughs> And uh, I think, gosh, I have a grammar correction tool installed in my browser. Do you uh, use Grammarly? Yeah, it's, it's a lifesaver. It's awesome, eh? I'm so glad I paid for that. I should find an affiliate link and put it up for you guys. Yeah, Buy it. When you have money again. Yeah, it, yeah, when I have money. We still have some. We still have some. No, sorry, uh, not you. I mean other people. Yeah, when everybody has money again. Exactly. So, yeah, anyway, I, uh, yeah, it took time to do that. We were lucky and supportive and everyone's been really great, but... Uh, it did come about really quickly and we noticed it with like my manager and I just like, I'm like exhausted, like going to bed on Saturday at like eight and uh, waking, like waking up with headaches. Yeah. And uh, we were a couple of us that are full time here. We're, met, we're texting and mentioning that we um, we're all kind of sleeping with our jaws really tight, like pretty clenched and, and even like my appetite's gone down. So I, I, even though I feel like we're taking it day by day, I think my physical body is like, ugh. <laughs> because everybody does keep asking like how is it are you gonna be okay are you fine what can we do and I'm like do like I don't know yet like it it's too soon it's too soon to know right now everyone's taken care of finances are okay memberships are fine everything's gonna be okay right now but there comes a point and um this is a new quote that was from uh, that movie marriage story um mm -hmm. but everything was fine until it wasn't Mm -hmm. And that's sort of how I feel like things are on a case-by-case -case scenario for small businesses. Everything is fine until it isn't. And there'll become a point where a small business owner, whether it's now for some people, whether it's two or three weeks from now or months from now, where you need to sit down and like a hard look at your finances and numbers and your future and do your projections and be like, all right, like we do need to make some changes. But the thing is, is it's not just Ottawa, it's not just Toronto, it's not just the United States, it's literally everybody in the whole world. So everybody's doing this. So there's, there's an under, there's a, some of a global understanding of this. So everybody like it's beyond making a choice to reduce a class or to cancel a subscription service or to stop some sort of added value 
thing that you do in your space um, because this is a global pandemic. It's not, you know, every, everybody should understand that these businesses have to curtail these things and make changes in order to survive. So I think that's where there's a little bit of ignorance about with people about how, like how we're all approaching this. Um, but we haven't made those changes. Like I haven't had to make that change yet, but some businesses already are probably, you know, scrambling for loans, reaching out to investors or family members or, you know, stopping construction or selling their own things or selling products. So I'm not that person right now, but five years ago, I for certain would have been, you know, I would have been like selling a kidney to, you know, pay my manager's salary or to, you know, pay my rent that month. And I've, I've been that business before. I was like, Oh God, I don't know how I'm going to meet expenses next month because they're increasing or something happened. But, um, there are a, a lot of people silently suffering through this that aren't going to admit it. So until it's too late. Right. Yeah. I know. That's scary. Sorry. That's a downer. No, it's, oh my gosh. So because, so I'm recording these podcast episodes with almost like little interspurts of my just like brain dumps mm-hmm. throughout the day. And the first one I recorded today was eight minutes of me and it's going to be right before you is basically eight minutes of me just being sad. <laughs> so I feel like I'll put something really happy after or tomorrow, but it's, it's the reality and a very real viewpoint on the situation. And it's, well, it's not yeah, always like, sunshine and roses. We had the great depression like a hundred ish years ago and it's just kind of come around and it was called the great depression for a reason, right? Like, Fact. like, like it's, uh, I mean, it's not necessarily based on people's moods, but it's based, uh, depending on the economy and all this. So um, it is a sad time and it's a hard time. And uh, I think it's okay to sit in that pain and that worry and then just sort of lean on your circle and lean on the people that are asking you like to help you and to support you and to kind of feel that a little bit. And um and i know some business owners that just have had like full-on meltdown cries and they're not at a point of closing yet but just that sort of like that's their physical manifestation of the stress is to cry or to scream and yell or do whatever but um i mean i'm really good at just burying it down really Real deep and then locking that up and throwing it in the ocean being like it's fine (laughs) it's fine just keep swimming it's fine we're good we're gonna survive pass me again um so which i'm actually drinking right now let's be honest um i'm not to drink today my mom got mad so i'm gonna try to go the whole day without drinking and i'm even gonna have a shower today so good for you i'm not (laughs) but the only reason i'm having this is because i I had to leave to come to work, so I made dinner already, and I cooked with Guinness. So I put oh, it in. My, that's um, yeah, I cooked. I put put it in like my my food. So it, I had it open, and it was 9 a.m. and I felt socially responsible to start drinking it. So mm. I, I cu- covered it in tin foil, and then I put it in my lunchbox, and I brought it here. That was my only thing in my lunchbox. <laughs> I, I just brought the beer. <laughs> nothing else this is why we're friends no i have a bit of a headache from last night i got a little overzealous on our oh so jenna if you follow me on instagram jenna's one of the people who we had a facetime or facebook messenger call with last night and we basically didn't even talk we just played with filters played with filters for like two hours because that's what we needed (laughs) yeah i don't we didn't really talk much it was it was sort of interspersed 
sagas and of sadness, followed by laughter from weird filters. <laughs> and Erica, Erica, and I was putting on a like a light show one to just mess with Erica's brain. I don't, I don't know what she had consumed. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, good times. Um, fun fact, so Facebook Messenger, you can do group calls really easily if you guys were wondering, because a whole bunch of people asked what app I was using, and it was just literally Facebook Messenger. It wasn't even me, it was my fr our friend Sam. As our kids all got up and wouldn't go to fucking bed. Oh my God, yes. So what time did Leo fall asleep? Because Aubrey didn't fall asleep till 10. Yeah, not till 10, but he napped during the day. He fell asleep seated. Uh. <laughs> I walked upstairs and I was like, what? <laughs> we were talking 10 seconds ago and then he was just like mouth open gaping seated so I was like, cool. all right this is how we're doing it now this is it so how does like, a five-year-old fall asleep seated he did with his hands still on his spoon in his soup yeah at the table it was hilarious so then i napped for like two hours we were all like off we're all off but did you fine. move him or just leave him there no, I move him. He, he can transition really well. So I, if he falls asleep in like the car, I can pick him up and like sumo carry him up to his bed and like plop him down and even like strip him of like his snowsuit and he'll still stay asleep. He's like me. We both, him and I can fall asleep anywhere at any time if we're tired enough. That's insane. Yeah. It's a skill we have. Yeah. I'm going to add that to my LinkedIn profile. You should. Cause I remember you telling me, and I don't know why I still remember this, but how in your first trimester with Leo, you literally just fell asleep walking up the stairs. I fell asleep full on on the stairs, like just halfway up. <laughs> like I live here now. <laughs> this is it. I still do that. Like last, uh, the other night I was at the gym and I fell asleep on the floor completely. That's so weird, Jenna. Yeah, I know. I just, I was like, this seems comfortable anyway. But again, physical stress manifestation, my body just like shut down. I yeah. thought it was fine. I had a glass of wine did a yoga practice and then I just laid down and then I just didn't get up your okay her floors at the gym like they're like gym floors they're not that soft so it's <laughs> like from rubber black gym floors yeah like they're not sleepy floors well I did for like four hours <laughs> four hours <laughs> yeah it was a long time yeah your, your body's just like I'm out I'm done yeah, I need like, four hours then I'm fine <laughs> Yeah, it was, it was it. Yeah. And I've been sleeping in a lot lately too. And like sleeping in for me is like 7.30, 7am. Yeah, and, me too. Uh, it's been really nice actually. But, um, but it's also, I think like my body just needs it. It's just like your, your, your mind and your body connection is fascinating through this process of like what your body is feeling on the inside and really experiencing versus what you can suppress and pretend is fine and, or like be like logical, reasonable, rational. And then- yeah. Yeah, there's a meme I posted the other day. I think, I, I don't know if you commented on it, but it's, uh, there's a duck in oh. the lake and he's just floating there like smiling. And then it put like what you see and then underneath was his legs like going like 700 million miles a minute. And then like reality. And I'm like, yeah, and I reposted it and I was like, this is me. So like what you see, you're like, you're good. And then underneath I was like, yeah. <laughs> Which I think is every business owner now. They're like, we're good. Let's be calm and collected. Let's deliver these nice emails. Let's talk to people. Let's do everything we can. Let's support each other. We're all good. And then we fall asleep on the floor for four hours because our bodies are like mildly panicking on the inside. Yeah. Yeah. I like random, like I'm not a crier. I'm like cold on the inside. <laughs> and I, hmm? I said team Blackheart. <laughs> 
Yeah, we, we have black hearts. That's what we joke about all the time. Because I'm like, and I'm the same as you, right? Like, we're just like kind, compassionate human beings that feel other people's things. But my own yeah. things are just like black heart locked down. But I was watching TV randomly, like some stupid show with Jordan having a glass of wine. And I instantly just like burst into hysterical sobbing. He's like, what's wrong? I'm like, I don't know. I can't stop it. It won't stop. No reason. Yeah. I'm kind of waiting for that. I haven't had that yet. And like, I almost found like myself trying to will, like I was putting on like a really sappy playlist and I'm like, come on lad, like let's get, get those together. waterworks and you need a good cry. Like that big, like where you like can't catch your breath and you're like, <laughs> that it's one. Cathartic. It's so good. Yeah. Can't do it, man. It's like, oh. um, it's, it's been, it's, I'm like, like if you see me driving, I'm like, come on, let's go. <laughs> this is your time. You're in your car. You have to see anybody. This is a good time. You got your music. You can feel it but it hasn't happened yet. So, um, I'm kind of waiting for that. So, uh, it's going to happen at the worst possible moment. And that's, I joked with a staff member about that, that it's going to happen. Like I'll be like leading a class and I'll be like <laughs> 100%. a virtual class or something, or, you know, like Leo will say something and I'll, and he'll not mean it and I'll just explode or something, you know, so one of these we'll days, something to look forward to. Yeah. I'm excited for that day. <laughs> I really hope it's in public. <laughs> we'll have a Facebook call after don't worry yeah exactly and then just put all the filters back on yeah um okay you're doing virtual call you're doing virtual training right now um what's your schedule for doing that and how can people find it yeah um I would just like to preface this because sorry uh, no no no. um I had a, a good friend of mine who's also um I think a friend of yours on social but Mallory Rowan had a had a really good thought on her Instagram today about how there's a lot of content going out there for free workouts. And there's almost like this hidden societal pressure that people have to work out from home now that it's being delivered for free from everybody. So I just want to reinforce that we're offering this because we're a gym and it's friggin' what we do and we can't do it anymore. So we want to do it, but there's no pressure to do it. So if you're feeling like, oh God, like I have to work out, I have to do all these things, all these people are doing all these things are offering. Like you do you, take it a day at a time. If you, if you need this time to not work out and to like sloth and like wallow in your pain and to feel it and to have that good like hysterical cry and then maybe work out two or three weeks from now, like you don't have to work out just because you're at home. So I thought that was a really good I love that reminder to people that there is so much free content and so many people jonesing for that, but we're providing it because that's a service that we're limit, like we can't no longer provide. So we're finding a different means of doing it with understanding that it's not required like it's you do what's best for your body and for your your own coping mechanism and if that's you know lying on your floor for four hours or having a drink that's safe for you and it's not in excess and uh, (laughs) no no I mean again so diplomatic (laughs) you do you um but yeah anyway I digress so we do have live workouts um virtual workouts we're offering them as our uh, team is comfortable doing them too um so I've been doing them well I mean it's only the first four days but I did one Tuesday and Thursday at 1 p.m we have another one coming up uh 6 p.m tomorrow night on the Friday um and they're going to be offered sort of sporadically throughout our undetermined length of closure um depending on I mean everybody's available so I'm not saying that people are busy but depending on how much our teachers want to do it how often you know it's been demanded Um, we also have virtual indoor cycling so if you have a trainer or like a one of those like peloton style bikes or your own indoor trainer you can do a virtual ride too oh i saw Um, adrian's the other day 
Yeah, yeah. He gave me a shout out. I was like, hey, dude. You're like, I know you. Um, But uh, like a lot of our triathlon club are participating in that as a means to like keep fit um, and continue training towards their races that may or may not be canceled. So Hmm. uh, our schedule can be found on the Iron North um, website, which will soon be updated because I have all the time to finish it. So, um, it is on our website. If you go to our, our class schedule, you'll see all of our either in-person or live workouts. We do have some outdoor workouts that we're socially limiting to a certain amount of people. And we're requiring like six to nine feet of space between individuals when they come and be heavy restrictions on if you've been traveling or haven't traveled, like don't come, um, or experiencing any symptoms of COVID-19 obviously also don't come. Um, so we have a couple opportunities to stay like socially connected, either live or in like a socially distant outdoor experience. But, um, yeah, they're all there. And what's I love really- this. I'm looking at it now. It's really cool. I'll put the link in, but you can yeah. like, so 645 virtual ride with Adrian yeah. Weber live stream. Cool. Yeah. And you can, and it's all on Instagram. We find that's the easiest platform and the most of our members are on. Um, we've had people just create Instagram accounts so they could follow us if they're not, uh, they just follow us and block everybody else, which is fine. Like just in the time and then delete it in two weeks or three weeks or however long this takes. But uh, that's how we are streaming it. We find it's the most successful platform. Um, and then we can save the video up to 24 hours after and replay it. And up, we're uploading videos to YouTube too. So um, that people can have the content afterwards uh, for longer and permanently. Um, yeah, so we're, we're beefing up that virtual schedule as often as we can. But again, we're at the mercy of our instructors who want to participate. And also for them, it's not maybe for some of them, it's not the best way if they want to help the community, but they're also going through stuff too. So mm-hmm. don't want to force anybody They're They're doing it out of the goodness of their heart because they want to provide that to the people that they don't get to see regularly. So, um, yeah, we're, we're taking it as it goes and as it's offered, but there's again, like it's free content there's a ton of other people doing the same thing in my city and all over. So, and I trust all of those sources. So tune in anywhere really, and just get moving. If you, if it's a way that feels right for you. Amazing. Well, thank you for popping on and chatting and eating your food and drinking your beer with me. Oh yeah. You're welcome. I'm just staring at this halloumi. It looks super good. So I'm trying really hard not to eat. I've been like piecing away at it, but it's salad. So I feel like um, it's really obvious. Like, <laughs> what was it? What would it be like? <laughs> <laughs> oh no, someone's coming in. Oh, good luck. Maintain distance. I'll talk to you later. Okay. Thanks, Erica. Bye, Jenna. Bye.